This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Not exactly the start that the Rockets were looking for in their season opener. They fall flat in Orlando to the Magic, 116 to 86, a 30-point drubbing to start the season, Adam. Man, I know Rockets fans were excited to have basketball back. NBA fans are excited to have basketball back. And, man, the Rockets could not have started the season with a bigger dud. Their top picks, you noted this on Twitter, and it was hard to not notice if you were watching the game but the Rockets have three top four picks on their roster who were, for all intents and purposes, nothing in this game, that being Jalen Green, Jabari Smith Jr., uh, and and Amon Thompson, the rookie, uh, guys in year three, year two, and year one, respectively. None of them looked like necessarily like cornerstone players. Now, you're not going to overreact to one game. Yeah, it was just one bad game. But for it to be the season opener, for it to be the first time that you see these guys, obviously under a new coaching staff, and they're all new and different teammates and all that. But, man, you would like to see a little bit better effort defensively. You would like to see them playing a little bit better offensively. I wonder where the shooting is going to come from. I wonder what the defense is going to look like. Like outside of that start to the third quarter, Adam, where they – you know, the first half wasn't really good, but they come out really good in that third quarter, and then they go about a, a stretch of about 13 minutes where they score 12 points or 12 minutes where they score 13 points, something like that that was really, really pitiful, and that was pretty much the game at that point. What were your initial impressions of watching this very underwhelming performance from the Rockets to start the season? It looked like what we've seen the last couple of years. I mean, that's really – you spend – basically an entire summer talking about all these improvements that you want to make. And again, it is one game, but it just looked like more of the same. Uh, It's, it was just a, it was disappointing. Um, I thought first quarter they were okay. Um, You know, I thought they at least defended a little bit in in the first quarter. Uh, The half court offense was bad. I thought they were pretty good once they actually got out in transition. It just didn't happen nearly enough. Um, Alperin Chingun was good in the first half and then he kind of disappeared in the second half. Uh, And, I, there's just not a whole lot of like positives, I guess that you can, that you can say Jay Sean Tate had his moments when he played. Um, but yeah, you just look up and down the box score and it's, it's pretty, it was a pretty underwhelming night to say the least. Orlando looked good. <laughs> I know a lot of people thought Orlando might take the leap. They looked like they're ready to take the leap. 
Uh, the Rockets, on the other hand, they do not look like they're ready to take the leap. And, um, you know, that's a, again, it's a disappointing way to start the year. So an underrated, disappointing and discouraging development out of this game or a feeling that I came from from watching this game. You tell me if I'm crazy for saying this, but I made this point on Twitter myself. Cole Anthony, Cole Anthony came off the bench and was really good, had more than 20, at least 20 points off the bench for the Magic and looked excellent. I know he just got paid to a few days ago. His uh, contract extension got announced. Nice, solid rotational player. I watched this game and did not even feel like the Rockets had a bench player that was anywhere near as good as Cole Anthony. And, and I and I, I I hesitate to say that because they do have a top four pick on the bench, even though he's a rookie. They do have some talent on the bench. I know Tari Eason's not going to be playing for a while, but Cole Anthony seemed to stand out more than really any any of the Rockets' cornerstone pieces, and certainly uh, their bench. It was just that that was a sobering realization for me watching the game. I don't know if you think I'm crazy for that. No, you're right, and that guy who was supposed to be the guy to come off the Rockets bench, that was supposed to be Kevin Porter Jr., and you could kind of tell how much that they they don't have anybody like that anymore, somebody who could come off the bench and give you offense and you know beat teams in, in at, uh, at all three levels, and they missed that. And uh, we talked about this quite a bit over the summer. Like I didn't think that they were expecting a ton out of a Men Thompson as a rookie um he's obviously he's a rookie and you hope that you had other guys and you just saw he wasn't ready for it right now and, and there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with a rookie not being ready for this level just yet but um and i guess we probably should have known at least i should have known that it was going to be rough for him i, I remember i was at the preseason game on friday and i thought that amen thompson in the fourth quarter looked like the best player on the floor he was in complete control of everything he was all over the place uh and so after the game i asked you Doka. <laughs> I asked you, Doka, um, is he ahead of where you guys thought he would be at this point? And Yudoka's response was, no, not really. We kind of, you know, everything that he's doing right now is basically instinctual. Like he still doesn't really know what he's doing yet on the floor. And I think that you could see that. I think that you could see that once you got into a real game against NBA players who were actually like trying to win the game, then you could see that he's just not quite ready for this. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. He is, this is a whole, it, it's one thing to go from college to the NBA, but he's going from overtime elite to the NBA. That's a completely different level. Like he's going up like six steps in competition. So it's going to look rough. It's going to look rough early on. So that was a little bit, so that we should have been ready for that. We should have been prepared for him to struggle in his first game. But as we kind of have broached this topic already, the fact that the other top picks did not take that next step, that to me is not alarming because, again, it's game one, but it is discouraging because I think you you would have liked to have seen Jalen Green and Jabari Smith Jr. look like cornerstones to your franchise, and they did not look like that tonight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, you mentioned Ahmed Thompson, and he had that he had that one possession at the end of the first quarter, I think it was, where it was just like this awkward two-man game with 
I can't remember if it was Alper Shingoon. It was one of the bigs. And it just ends up being this real clunky possession. And I like I, I point that play out just to say, just to note that it, it he looked the opposite of what you described in that in that last preseason game. Like he didn't look in control or sure of himself. And that Yudoka quote that you mentioned, or or after talking to Yudoka, that totally makes sense that he would say that. Yeah, that passes the eye test that he still is getting a feel and getting an understanding for what exactly he's doing out there. But guys, to, to your other point, and the bigger point, the major point here, talking about the top picks underwhelming in this season opener, Rockets go down by 30 in Orlando. The other guys didn't really seem to have a good feel or idea for exactly what they're doing. I thought Jabari seemed to be seemed to look aggressive early, but obviously the shot wasn't falling. I mean, he took a he took a shot that I really liked. One dribble pull up, looked to get in, looked to really get involved early on in the game, missed it, but felt like a really good shot. Uh, Jalen Green in this game, I don't, I guess for some reason that's the most disappointing one because let's see what what what's his line here? Two of two of ten from the field. Um, one three point shot attempt. Like I can't, I, you know, I don't even think I noticed that in the game that he only took one three, um, and he missed it. Um, his shot just looked like he didn't look anything like a shooter. Now we talk about him getting to the free throw line last year. That being an improvement from his game as a rookie, did that a little bit today too, or tonight too, six or seven from the free throw line, but just. And underwhelming again, I, I don't think I can overstate how underwhelming it was. You're expect I mean, you had major NBA insiders writing features and, and pieces about how Jalen Green was going to take that major leap in year three. And obviously we're only one game in the year three, but it did not have that feel at all. It did not like uh, the, the approach, the aggression, the the shot itself, man, he just kind of looked like another guy out there, another guy who's just really athletic, but but not like a special basketball player. Yeah, I'll, I think this stat might kind of put everything into focus of what we're talking about. Um, they trailed by 18 after the third quarter. Fred Van Vliet played 28 minutes through three quarters. Again, they 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 were down by 18 at the end of the third quarter. They were a minus one in Van Vliet's 28 minutes. They were a minus 12 when Green was on the floor. So basically, those minutes where Van Vliet was not on the floor, so Van Vliet is off the floor for eight minutes in the first three quarters. The Rockets are a minus 17 in those minutes. Who was on the floor during that stretch? That was a, That's Jalen Green. Jalen Green. That's where, that's where you need Jalen Green to step up are those moments where Fred Van Vliet is not out there. And he's the one who should be running the offense at that point. I know maybe uh, Amen Thompson had the basketball, but – the, the way that Udoka had the rotation set up, it was basically to be for Jalen Green to be on the floor when uh, Fred Van Vliet is off and the Rockets yeah. were awful in those minutes. So I think that has to be what is most disappointing about this game is that here's Jalen Green, a third-year guard. You're hoping he's going to take the leap and be one of these guys who is going to get the quarter of a billion-dollar rookie-level extension or whatever the, the money turns out to be. And he's you know on the floor able to run the offense on his own, and that's the result that you get. So we'll have to look at the numbers a little bit closer, but that I think is the first thing that really stands out is that first three quarters, you're down 18, but with Van Vliet on the floor, you're a minus one, but with Green on the floor, you're a minus 12. So to me, uh, they really, they they just sunk in those minutes when it was Green as the lead guard. 
Yeah, one of the things that we talked about in the preseason and training camp was what the rotations w- would look like. That was something that we were both really curious about, as we should be. It's a new team, new coach. So obviously something that we should be paying attention to and monitoring. And from my notes, unless I got this wrong, you correct me if I did, it looked like Amon Thompson and Jock Landell were the first substitutions in the game. Yes. That that that's that's how I believe that to go. And they came in for for Jalen Green and Alperin Shingun. Now the way it, it plays out, and I and I figured this once they did that, was hey, they're gonna probably end up staggering throughout the game, as you mentioned. Fred Van Bleet, when he's not out there, Jalen Green being the primary ball handler, even if Amin Thompson is a, technically the backup point guard. And then if crunch time exists, if meaningful basketball is being played at the end of the game, then you'd imagine Jalen Green and Fred Van Bleet would then share the court. But I, I just want to point out that just to co-sign everything that you just said, which was, you know, factual, what actually happened, but also it was the bench it was the magic. So Jalen Green leading sort of in, in some ways the second unit or effectively your backup point guard when Fred Van Vliet's not out there. And then also the Magic's second unit being the thing that really, really killed them in the second half and really throughout the game. The bench for for Orlando was was excellent. And it was not that was just not the case for for the Rockets tonight. And I feel like some of that charts with Jalen Green's time on the floor. And you feel like, at least I feel like, Jalen Green leading your second unit or Jalen Green being your second primary ball handler should work well against bench units and, and should work well against the magic. You know, like that, like these are the types of games you kind of think bigger picture. What are the Rockets? What are they going to be? And you kind of alluded to this earlier. The Magic look like they're a team that's going to supposed to be taking that leap. Well, both teams should be in a position where they feel like they're beating the other. You know, like, hey, I'm at the very least, if we're showing progress, if I'm a Rockets fan, if we're showing progress, we should be beating the Magic or at least being competitive with the Magic. If I'm a Magic fan, we should be beating the Rockets or at least be competitive with the Rockets. And that's obviously advantage Magic fan after tonight. So. So, yeah, top picks underwhelming. Jalen Green, just not impactful nearly enough as a, supposedly a top-level player in his first game. Jabari Smith, you know, with all of that promise that I feel like came from Summer League, hey, here's to over – what will we overreact to more? Summer League Jabari Smith or season opener Jabari Smith? Stay tuned. Open up your your Twitter slash X timelines to see what the narrative, what the next narrative is going to be. But the fact of the matter is, is that none of those guys looked, as I mentioned before, none of those guys look special.